This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Top Shelf Sports Talk. You're hanging out in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia on the Sports Leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan. Rochester. Well, that's what you try and do. You're not always successful with it. Um, you know, I think our guys have done a good job to this point uh, managing that. Um, and uh, I think that's, you know, the, the quickest way to get beat is usually with uh, with the number one number one receiver, at least through the air, obviously. So, um, you know, we've tried we tried to be pretty intentional about that. Bills head coach Sean McDermott on how this defense can stop Keenan Allen just a week after stopping C.D. Lamb, essentially. We welcome in Matt Perino, the Syracuse Post Standard. Uh, what's the vibe like today, Matt? Walk through and, and of course, uh, on the heels of the big win on Sunday before they head out to L.A. for a short week here on Saturday. How are you, bud? I'm good. I mean, the vibe is what you'd expect coming off of wins over the Chiefs and the Cowboys. I mean, this is a group that seems to be as locked in as any team in the NFL um, knows the situation they're in. I think that being in the situation they have the last couple of years and going on the runs that they've gone on, they know more than most how important it is, like, taking each game as it comes. And, you know, I know a lot of that is cliche at this point, especially under McDermott. And, you know, this has been a year-after-year refrain from this group. But it's so important right now. I mean, any kind of letdown at this stage could drastically impact, you know, the playoffs. And they're three weeks away from potentially winning the AFC East. I mean, can you imagine that after where things were sitting after the Philadelphia Eagles game? So I think that there's a lot of hope uh, in the building and a lot of resolve knowing the two teams that they just beat and what they have to do down the stretch here. Matt, um, I, I, you're, uh, you're in the locker room home in a way, so you have a better perception, you know, perspective on this than I do. My sense from being in the locker room Saturday was, holy cow, the, the, the linemen just so excited to talk about it. Everybody, it seemed more like a, a team effort the way that the Bills pushed around the Cowboys. Matt, is this, this physical style of play, is this the new... Or, or should be the identity of the Buffalo Bills moving forward? Um, I don't know if it's going to be the identity, but I think it's part of it, right? Like, I'd almost more like it to be like the, the villain Two-Face from Batman, right? Like, you have this one side of the face that's Josh Allen in this potent passing game, and then you have this other side of the, you know, that's the pretty side, right? The, the nasty side is the physical, down in the, the muck, like physical hard run game that they showed that they're capable 
of producing last week against the Dallas Cowboys team who I think if that's any part of their defense that's not that great, that's the area where you want to attack them. But you've got to attack them, and you've got to be successful in that part of the game. So I think what's happening more than anything right now is this is an offense that under Joe Brady is developing multiple ways or multiple modes with which to tap into because we've seen it over the past couple of years. You get into the playoffs, and defenses know you better than anybody else. They have all the season of tape. They're the best defenses, the best coordinators, and you got to be able to come up with something different sometimes. And right now, I think at Joe Brady's disposal is a litany of different options that he might have to tap into as this, as this run continues. Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch how he navigates that, Matt. I, I think to myself, you know, everybody wants to know what's wrong with Diggs and why isn't Diggs producing the way he was earlier this year. And then I think to myself, well, James Cook is a revelation, and now teams are going to focus on stopping him. And as they focus on stopping him, well, that might leave Diggs a little bit more wide open. And we haven't even talked about the two tight end set and the fact that you could get Josh Allen to complete a pass to Dalton Kincaid if he can hold on to the ball. And Dawson Knox, you know, kind of at will. So he does have... It feels like now, more than ever this season, Josh Allen has more weapons, and Joe Brady has more weapons at his disposal. Yeah, and I think we've we've arrived at who is the number two weapon for this offense. We spent so much time talking about Dalton Kincaid and Gabe Davis over the last eight or nine months, and what I think we've come to realize now is that that person is James Cook, and it's not just in the run game. It's the the way that he jump-started this team against Dallas in the passing game was what I think makes him so hard to defend. There's not one area that you can worry about James Cook at this stage. And this isn't just one or two games. Like, this isn't just a small sample size. I mean, there's only two players in the league that have more yardage than he does this season. I mean, he is a great player at this stage, and he is num- the number two weapon on this offense. And, guys, there might be games, like against Dallas, he's got to be the number one weapon on this offense. And I think he can be that. And this is coming from a guy that was advocating for a trade for Derrick Henry eight or nine weeks ago. And man, isn't that sometimes the best moves that you make are the ones that you don't make. Yeah, you know, look, and nobody's going to follow you, man. Like, we didn't know. I think most of us uh, knew what they had here. Uh, If you told me James Cook was going to be number two, I would have laughed. The question here is then why? Because usually running back is a position you just plug in and go. I mean, it doesn't, there's not a big rookie learning curve here. And I I guess to some extent, maybe that's it. And you you fumble opening night against the Rams, and maybe that's setting back. What is it, do you think, that, uh, you know, that took, you know, so long here to realize or the coaching staff, whatever. How did it take so long to get James Cook here to where he is? I mean, I think it's part of, you know, part of it is the Sean McDermott thing, I think, because he has this tendency to make young players earn it, right? Whether or not you like it or not, you know, outside of, uh, you know, the Dalton Kincaid situation where, you know, even he earlier this season wasn't really getting the kind of run that I think fans wanted. And it took a Dawson Knox injury for him to really get the kind of snaps and, you know, being featured in the offense the way the fans I think wanted. You know, Cook has had some moments where he's had to kind of prove it. And they've never had, from a schematic standpoint, ever been willing to rely on one back. And even now, like, they're not really doing that. I mean, we saw a ton of Ty Johnson, which, by the way, kudos to Joe Brady on that, too, kind of upping the snap percentage for Ty Johnson and diminishing Latavius Murray's a bit, too. Like, 
Listen, I think what Latavius Murray brings is important, and I think having him is great. But I think Ty Johnson is just a guy that has much more juice. He's, he, he fits that third down back role, I think, at this stage of his career a little bit better than Murray. And I think also Joe Brady uh, is leaning into this. And, and, and almost the panic button that was pushed when they got rid of Dorsey and they promoted Joe Brady, it's like, all right, let's put all of our assets on the table and figure out which ones we need to start prioritizing. Or if we are already prioritizing them, continue to. And if we're not, start to. And I think with James Cook, they've started to prioritize him in the offense. And I think getting him involved in the passing game almost gets the momentum for him going even more in the game. And that might have positive returns in the run game, too. It's funny. You know, we, we spend so much time talking about Josh Allen and the passing game through the, the majority of this season. You have a game like you have in the run game against Dallas. And now I'm just so fascinated and curious about what they have in that backfield and how they deploy it. I'm glad you brought up Ty Johnson because he looks good enough to keep a guy like Leonard Fournette on the practice squad. And you still have Damian Harris, who I don't know if there's anything new on Damian Harris or, or his return potentially from IR. I, I suppose that practice window would be announced if he was actually practicing, but he hasn't done so yet. Specifically with Leonard Fournette and, and, and seeing Ty Johnson limited today with the shoulder injury. Are we going to see him at all this year? I don't, I don't know. I think he is, um, to me at this stage, with what Ty Johnson has become and the way that Joe Brady even talked about him during his Monday press conference, I think Fournette is Murray insurance. I think that you'll see him if Murray gets hurt or if there comes a point in the season where they think, okay, he is a little bit older, we're not getting the same kind of juice out of him that we did at the beginning of the season, let's bring up Leonard Fournette, playoff Lenny, if you will, uh, or even James Cook, who, it, listen, he's had uh, a tremendous run here of health, but he is a, a smaller running back, and it gets really uh, physical at this stage of the season. I mean, they're an injury away with him away from probably having to lean on Fournette. So I think – you know, he's still getting used to the system. He's still getting used to the offense. He's there in case needed. But I think it's, you know, it's not broke. Don't fix it. Like, keep going with the three that you got right now. Matt, uh, going back to last Thursday night, and, and you know, I don't think uh, it's been a while since we've seen a team quit on their coach. Not surprised that Brandon Staley got fired. But I don't think that's good for the Buffalo Bills because when uh, you ever get an interim coach, more often than not, it forces everyone to kind of sit up straight. And the Chargers, they, let's put it this way, they have to play better than they did last week. How much of a cause for concern, the unknown, about the Chargers this week? None. Zero. There is no concern. This isn't, this isn't the Chargers and the Raiders. This is a Buffalo Bills team that just literally stumped the Dallas Cowboys, um, who are the hottest team in the NFL, playing for their playoff lives. Like, there's, there are no off weeks now. There are no – you don't have the ability to have that. And I also don't think this is a team that historically is affected by those kinds of games. Like, if anything, Sean McDermott's history – is that of absolutely shutting down and dominating quarterbacks within their first eight starts of their career. And, you know, obviously everything going on there with, you know, Keenan Allen not really playing and just the up and down nature of their season and without Justin Herbert, I just think this is a Bills team that's got to be intimidating in a lot of ways. And I think, again, to what we talked about earlier, the fact that they have multiple ways to attack offensively and the way their defense is playing right now I don't see a scenario where that kind of game plays out. But again, it's been a funny season. So 
I mean, I guess it would be par for the course going back to how the first nine or ten weeks went. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is a funny season. And, and you know, you get past the Chargers and then New Year's Eve, you've got New England. And we can talk about this because I don't know that we'll get the chance to talk about it uh, next week as we're all off. But the, the idea that New England... You know, already beat the Bills once this year. It might be a different scenario in Orchard Park. Can we look at the, the the team that is most likely standing in the way of the Bills making the postseason and that Miami matchup coming up week 18, Matt? Because I I look at the way Miami beat the Jets, and, and some might say that the Jets are quitting on Robert Sala right now. But there's a, a possibility for me where I, I could see Miami being competitive against Dallas, against Baltimore. These are te- you know, this is a team that everybody they hear it, that everybody knows hasn't beaten a team with a winning record. Can they do it against Dallas? Can they do it against Baltimore? How do you see those two matchups working out for the Dolphins? I think they're playing tough. I mean, I, I don't think that there's uh anybody that's being honest with themselves in Bill's Mafia that thinks that the Miami Dolphins aren't one of the best teams in the AFC. They are. Um they're, they're without some key pieces. I think that in a matchup against the Cowboys and the Ravens and then the Bills, not having their Pro Bowl caliber center in front of Tua, you start to wonder if those hits are going to start to add up here over the next couple of weeks. I mean, look at the defensive lines that they're going to face. And, oh, by the way, you might have a returning Daquan Jones who was absolutely brilliant against them in week four, returning in week 18 after the Bills opened his practice window this week. And I actually – got a chance to spend some time with Daquan today in the locker room and asked him about, you know, what this process has been like. And he's like, over the last couple of weeks, I've seen him in the locker room on the road at home. He's been traveling with the team. And he said like the hope of coming back has just absolutely driven this comeback trail, if you will, because he got hurt so early in the season, instead of like a week 10 or week 11 injury, there was always this hope, but as it's gotten closer and he's gotten more around the team, it's, it's just gotten pumped up even more. So he's, he's chopping at the bit. He's going to take it day-to-day. Obviously, that's the approach that Sean McDermott always talks about. Um, but that could be absolutely huge. But I, I think Miami, if you want to sell me on them being able to beat the Cowboys and the um, Ravens in back-to-back weeks before this Bills matchup, I'd, I'd listen to it. 
I don't think it's likely, though. I, I do think going on the road against Baltimore team that's going to be probably playing for the one seed, uh, especially if, if Miami takes out Dallas, that is going to be a hard place to play and a hard game to win. Um, I'll be surprised if they win both of them. So stay on Jones here. That pectoral injury happened in the London game. And I, for all this talk about Aaron Rodgers coming back, stop. Like the, like the idea that Daquan Jones could be back on the field, I guess. And, and again, Matt, I'm going to ask you a question where it's you know beyond our you know range here, but like the strength of getting back to where he was before. I mean, should we temper our expectations that Daquan Jones, when he is back out there, because that is an injury um, that you know it, I would think takes a lot of strength out of you. Should we temper our expectations about Daquan Jones when he does return to the field? Probably a little bit, especially from the jump, but I don't think that they're going to deploy him if it's not a situation where they think he can be close to the version of the player that he was. And that, and even at 60%, it's better than what they've been getting outside of Ed Oliver. I mean, I think Tim Settles bounced back and had himself a pretty good season after a slow start. Not great, but formidable, like part of the rotation. Uh, Linval Joseph has been a really nice addition uh, to add stability too, but I think Jordan Phillips, outside of this last game, it hasn't really been great. So I think if you're taking that out over the next two weeks, you're probably looking at Puna Ford getting elevated into that fourth defensive tackle role, see what he has to offer at this point. I mean, you talk about a guy that's probably supercharged up. I mean, he's probably ready to just kill someone at this point. That's a bad kind of thing. To, but he's just chomping at the bit to try to just get out there. He's looked so frustrated and um, defeated with the way that this season has kind of gone along. I see him in the locker room sometimes, and I'm just like, man, I mean, it, it's definitely not what I think he signed up for. Um, but now is an opportunity. Now is a chance for him to get into the game, show some you know, violence, and, and make an impression. Uh, can he do that uh, in enough time to maybe uh, add a role for him down the stretch? We will see, but there's an opportunity at the very least right now. Well, because the injuries are kind of married together from the London game, was there any update on Matt Milano today, Matt? There was, and Sean McDermott kind of downplayed it. You know, there, there doesn't seem to be a chance for him to return this season. Um, he, uh, he's been around the locker room, and he's been kind of like bouncing around. Uh, I saw him in the postgame locker room on Sunday, uh, walking out before the media went in. Uh, but it's a different injury, and I, I just don't know that um, every time Sean McDermott's asked about it, you know, he doesn't give any kind of signal that there's even a glimmer of hope where he did give that for Daquan Jones. So I'm guessing the season's over for him, but, you know, it, it's impossible to say with 100% certainty. Uh, Matt, uh, since we won't have an opportunity to talk to you next week, this is going to be the last time Bill Belichick, uh, as Patriots head coach, comes to <laughs> to Buffalo. Correct? I I would think. Like, what's ahead for for that franchise? Oh man, a lot of dark days. Probably. <laughs> I mean, who knows what's going to happen next? And like, you know, uh, they go into that situation that so many teams probably just you know have nightmares about of trying to a find the right person to lead the organization, but then also be able to hit on some of the important decisions. I mean, it's all just the, the great unknown. There's been such stability there for decades. And now they're probably going to go into rip it all down, restart from scratch. Um, it's going to be actually really intriguing to watch from the outside 
to see how that market handles that whole deal. I mean, even it's been funny, even the last couple of years, I think most realists around the league have understood that the dynasty was over, if you will, but they've been clinging to it there for a while while Bill Belichick is there. There's always a chance, but uh, it's definitely over and it'll be interesting to see how they, uh, uh, how they forge ahead with the new decisions. Matt Perino joining us here, Syracuse Post Standard, a guest in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia. Uh, what do you got cooking on the uh, Shout Podcast this week? What are you and Ryan working on? And, and what can we expect here as we get ready for Saturday night, which I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is available if you're in Buffalo on local TV. It is. But we're outside no. of the window, so it's a Peacock exclusive in Rochester. Yeah, and I highly recommend, I think Peacock does like a, a month free trial if you've never done it before. Peacock's pretty cool. Like, I, I, we have it. We watch some different shows on there. I think it's like four ninety nine a month after that or whatever. And I know people are like, do I got to get another subscription? But <laughs> even if you don't want to sign up for a long term, just get the free trial, knock that out. Um, we're actually, it's a busy week. So I'm driving out to Verona, New York. It's about 30 minutes outside of Syracuse, as is Ryan. On Thursday night, we're bringing Shout live to uh, Turning Stone Resort Casino nice, uh, in Verona. So we're going to uh, have a show out there, 8 p.m. Uh, Thursday night. You can watch Thursday night football. They got this new uh, sports and rec room. Uh, all these TVs, they're going to play the Syracuse Bowl game. They're going to play uh, Thursday night football. And you can watch a live episode of Shout. It's going to be uh, super awesome. Uh, so come out. And then I come back Friday fly out to uh, L.A. for a quick trip, and then get back home and spend some uh, time with the fans. Yeah, this times out perfectly for you. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. And, uh, Matt, uh, you know, we wish you the best happy holiday here for you and your family. We appreciate everything you've done for us here on our show and for Rochester Bills fans uh, covering the team. Yeah, this is one of my favorite times of the week, man, hanging out with you guys. Thanks for having me, and happy holidays to you and all your listeners. Appreciate Thanks, you. Matt. Matt Perino, Syracuse Post Standard, the Shout Podcast. I'm kind of jealous. He's getting he's getting this live Shout Podcast over there at Turning Stone. Man, I go to Turning yeah. Stone and just have a blast. <laughs> it's like, I'm going out to Verona. Okay, what is in Verona other than the casino? That is the casino. That is it, that right? That is it, yeah. yeah. Oh, he'll have a good time out there. I love that. Matt Perino stopping by the sports bar and giving us the latest. Yeah, the, the outlook is grim. If you were thinking that Matt Milano could return this year, yeah, Sean McDermott has really not given you any indication that that's even close to a possibility. So most likely next time we see Matt Milano, it'll be in shorts at St. John Fisher. Yeah, I mean, he didn't 100% close the door in those comments today, but you know, it, it was the appropriate time to ask the question, if Daquan is coming back, what about Milano? And uh, it, it didn't sound like there was any hope for Milano. No. Um, but Daquan being back and potentially being back in time for week 18 is, is intriguing. And, and he was off to a really, really nice, uh, start to the season here before that injury in, uh, in London against the Jags. I want to point out too, and we, we had the chance to talk to Daquan at, at camp and yes. how last year ended for him. Like the, the, just the, you, you have, he shouldn't have guilt. You were hurt. But he wasn't able to go in that Cincinnati game. And what happened in that Cincinnati game? Um, it was the Bengals with backup offensive linemen running Joe Mixon for 100 yards in a snowy day. And I can only imagine Daquan Jones watching that thinking, I would have been the difference in that game. And here we are again. But this year, willing himself back for all the talk about Aaron Rodgers. How great. He, no, he was never going to come back to begin with. Daquan Jones 
what is it, nine weeks after a pack injury? We're talking about this. And he's been a with torn the team. Pack. Yeah, and he's been with the team. He's been active. You see him on the sideline. You know he's he's traveling. A lot of guys just disappear. Go, focus on their rehab. Focus on getting better. He's been uh, he's been a team guy, a team first guy. Really love uh, the story. And hopefully, there's some redemption there for Daquan Jones as the season winds up and, and hopefully leads to a, a Bill's postseason birth. <laughs> Feedback on the uh, YouTube channel is Ryan Talbot, our buddy, writing in. Matt Perino, now there's a headshot. Have you ever been on our thing of where yeah. we have a Check guest? Check out our on. stream at the yeah. Fan Rochester on YouTube and Twitch. Look at that lettuce. It is remarkable. It's, yeah. It, it, it is remarkable. I mean, it, it the, the product, the care, the skill that goes into Perino's quaff is is a sight uh, to, to kind of review. He won it over fates. Like the Perino had the bet. We did our best hair mm-hmm. awards and that, that there was, you know, easy chalky pick. Yes. It definitely easy. Appert has to be in the mix. Appert win play show. Yeah. And I'm then, going Perino Appert fates. And then I put Capaccio in and you were upset at me. Get out of here. He's bald. He doesn't have lettuce. There's no salad. Is that, come on, what are we doing? No, it's 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 the key. You want to do you want to do a win play show of uh, of domes? It goes SVP Sal Gene. <laughs> win play show. No, yeah, I, yeah, I could do a better job. There's no <laughs> doubt. It's radio. I mean, yes, we're on the video stream now. I get it. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. I'll drink to that. Is on the way next. We've got some takes ready to share. Some takes on tap and. We touched on it just a little bit a few moments ago before we talked to Matt. Uh, You know, the margin for error is so razor thin in the NFL. I can't help but look at the next few weeks and then the next few months and try to be a bit of a futurist and, and look at what might happen, what could happen. And just where this all leads to for the Buffalo Bills. Ooh, the future. Yes, beyond mm. beyond a potential postseason berth. Um, if Cowboys fans are like, now, you know the cycle of an NFL fan. Hey, you know what? We're going to be okay. And they, Jerry Jones said something very loserish today on our Odyssey sister station Shocking. down in Dallas. Yeah, it, like that. And speaking of loserish, hey, Lisa Wilson's back in the news. Who's Lisa Wilson? That's Zach's mom, quarterback in the New York Jets. No, and never good when we're talking about a player's no, mom in the sports. No, no, no. Nothing good can come no, from this. No, no I mean, the, 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 the take is stay off social media, but but you'll never guess why here. Yeah. Also, I think there's something from uh, yesterday, Danger, that we did bring in Masterstroke, and I thought our fireside chat was great. He was making great points. It was a fun Bill's discussion. Mm. We're catching up with an old was friend. Was he making great points? Well, then at the end, this is when you got to know when to wrap up an interview. And then we let him go just like 30 seconds too long, and he ruined the whole thing. I do have one more point about the AFC. I really believe that the best teams in the AFC are probably Miami and Buffalo. I still do not believe in Baltimore. Jesus. I think they're, they can be beat by a really good team. There it is. And no, I, 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 no, I, I think, no, yep, and I think no. the Chiefs are not that good either. Baltimore is, Baltimore is going to beat San Francisco. No, Baltimore's Baltimore is going to beat gonna my, be the, the one oh, seed. They're going to win out. We, we could have cut them off. Baltimore to the Super Bowl. All right. Masterstroke, Merry Christmas, man. Merry Thanks Christmas. for joining us for the fireside chat, as always. Masterstroke. Ravens are going to the Super Bowl now. Yeah, watch it. Watch what happens. Yeah. 
Did did you mix in <laughs> Eddie and Hoboken? Yeah, that's uh, some fine work by the Dandelorian there. Bounty hunter of the finest. He mixed in Eddie and Hoboken. He really did. He really did. Yeah, I um, <laughs> I can't wait to see what happens. That guy just came in and doubled down. Like the first time it happened, and I, I'm trying to find the audio, the original audio of Master Stroke when we were live. Uh, we were live at the old Stone. at the old Stone, and it wasn't draft night. It was it was yeah, it was one of our just regular kind of events. Yeah, and and, and this was before they were getting ready to play the Rams on a Monday night, and he was like the betting favorite for the MVP. And Master Shark wanted none of it. Yeah, it, basically, it was Lamar is overrated. It, you know, like yeah. he, no guy has done less and gotten more hype than Lamar. And I remember that, like thinking at that moment, like you're kidding me. And he ended up winning the MVP. So we have to uh, take what he says with a grade. And you're probably right. We should have maybe chopped off that conversation by a minute, but we gave him that extra vine, and he swung right in. <laughs> It's like he can't help himself. He really can't. But we'll we'll get to that and, and more next. We've got some takes on tap on the way here on the Fan Rochester. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Vitaglia. On 95.7 FM and AM 950, the Fan Rochester. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 